Hello, listeners. I'm Belma Vardy. Welcome to Heavenly Interventions, the podcast. We never know what God will do when we step out to serve Him and His people. He heals and transforms people's hearts and lives. Today, I will share one of my experiences while I was teaching workshops in France. God was simply amazing. I've entitled this podcast, Living Branches. During one teaching visit to Germany, a pastor from Lyon, France called and asked to spend two hours with me. He flew in, took a taxi to the church, and we had lunch. We became acquainted, and he invited me to Austria and France to teach workshops. He emphasized that he was not looking for technical expertise, but rather dance from the heart. He wanted me to teach therapy movement and dance with healing, so I agreed to go. He took a picture of me for advertising flyers and returned to France. That year, I flew to France and for two weeks, with the help of an interpreter, conducted the workshops. In a workshop focused on intimacy with Jesus, a woman started running around the gym. I didn't stop her because by now I recognized when God was doing something. At the end of two weeks, the woman shared her story. As a young girl, she had been sexually abused every day by her father. Afterward, she would get dressed, run into the forest, and hug a tree. It was her only source of comfort. In the workshop where she was learning intimacy with Jesus, she relived her childhood experience of being raped by her father. She ran around the gym looking for the forest, and unable to find it, she panicked. Then suddenly, in a corner, she imagined a tree and ran to it. When she reached out to hug it, the branches extended toward her and became the arms of Jesus. She heard a voice and realized it was God speaking. My daughter, if you hug me by faith today, I will heal you. By faith she hugged him, and as she did, a numbness in her physical body left her. Life flooded her soul, and she felt as though she had gotten in touch with her real self, the part that had been hiding. It had come out and was no longer afraid. The woman continued to share from her heart. She shared that, that night for the first time, in 27 years of marriage, she made love to her husband with feeling and emotion. She slept well and hadn't had a nightmare since. The woman was just as amazed sharing her story as we were hearing it. What a testimony! I asked the Lord why he hadn't told me earlier her reason for running around the gym. I want the glory to be mine, he responded. And then God continued healing this woman, 
On the last day, while we were all sitting in a circle sharing, this woman had one shoe on and one bare foot, holding up the other shoe. She had had a club foot and had a special shoe made for it. She said she could only wear one shoe home because the other one didn't fit anymore. God healed her club foot. The foot was now normal, and she needed a normal shoe. So there she was, with the biggest smile on her face, and one bare foot holding up a shoe. Wow! Isn't God good? Another beautiful story of healing and restoration. My dear listener, I invite you now to a short time of reflection. If you're able, find a quiet place where you can open yourself to the work of the Holy Spirit. Listen to the questions based on the story you've just heard. Let the Spirit guide your thoughts with prompts that can bring healing and show you actions you can take to further your journey to wholeness and abundant life. The woman in this story took two weeks out of her life to come to these workshops in France and spend time with God in hope of having an intimate experience with Jesus. She didn't know that in order to do that, she would need healing for events of the past and would be taken back to a situation in her childhood. Like the story shows, the intimacy this young woman experienced with Jesus gave her the courage to physically move toward the healing that God had for her. But the Lord also met her in a way that affected other areas of her life. A better marriage. No more nightmares. Getting in touch with her emotions. It's important to realize that she had to carve out time on her calendar and cancel everything in her life to spend personal time with God at the workshop. She will forever be grateful that she felt it would be a worthwhile investment. Precious listener, are you prepared to invest in your personal and intimate relationship with Jesus? And if so, what would that look like? A time of quiet in your home? Going away to a retreat center? Going to a workshop? Ask the Lord what He would have you do. Intimacy can be a scary word, and it takes courage to step out into unknown territory. I remember a time where I was laying in bed. It was already dark. But I so wanted a relationship with the Holy Spirit. So I said to him, Holy Spirit, will you be my best friend? Will you come tonight? I started trembling and suddenly fear gripped me. I found myself saying, Holy Spirit, don't come tonight. Please come tomorrow. I had a peaceful sleep and the next morning when I woke up, I again asked Holy Spirit to come. When I did, 
He came with unexpected force and power of intimacy and gave me an answer to a question about which I had been seeking God. It was a beautiful experience that changed the direction of my life forever. It's always scary to step into new territory and do and say things you have never said and done before. David said, When I am afraid, I put my trust in you. Psalm 56, verse 3. I remember another time when I flew from Canada to Kentucky to go for a week of counseling. When I landed, I rented a car and drove two hours to a little town where I spent the next seven days receiving prayer counseling. I had never traveled this route before and had never carved out a full week for myself to spend time with the Lord. Again, I clung to that scripture, When I am afraid, I put my trust in you. Well, I made it safely to my destination and went off to the counseling sessions. As I started to release different burdens to the Lord, it felt like walls were coming down, and I experienced a closeness and intimacy with God like never before. It was so precious and so real. The awe of that moment has never left me, and I know that Jesus is always with me. He says in His Word, I will never leave you or forsake you. I always asked myself this question, and now I ask you, my listener, what is preventing you from experiencing intimacy with Jesus? Are you prepared to move with determination toward the good things God has for you? Can you trust that as you embrace your pain, God will bring complete, beautiful healing? He wants to heal all of us. Notice how this woman had a deep, intimate encounter with Jesus as she opened her arms to hug him. When she hugged him by faith, all the numbness left her, physically and emotionally. It was as if years of ice within her soul thawed. I would say this woman was very brave and courageous to step into such a close place with God, reach out to Him by faith, and receive this wonderful healing. Joshua 1.9 says, Have I not commanded you? Be strong and courageous. Do not be afraid. Do not be discouraged. For the Lord your God will be with you wherever you go. Isaiah 43 verse 2 says, When you pass through the waters, I will be with you. And through the rivers, they will not overflow you. When you walk through the fire, you will not be scorched, or will the flame burn you. We see the omnipresence of God through the waters, through the rivers, and even through the fire. Isaiah seems to be saying that even when we are crossing through deep troubles or enduring fiery trials, God will be with us. 
This perspective on God's omnipresence speaks about His being with us in all our difficulties. The woman in this story really let go and put her full trust in God. That's what we need, to walk in such a way that we fully trust God in every situation. Let's pray and give this to the Lord. I'm going to use the phrase, this situation, and leave a pause for you to speak your need into the prayer as we talk to God together. Heavenly Father, right now we lift up this situation. We acknowledge your presence is with us. We agree together that you are more than willing and able to intervene. We want to open the deepest place in our hearts to let you in to heal and restore us. We thank you, God, that you are a God of restoration. As it says in Isaiah 58 verse 12, your people will rebuild the ancient ruins and will raise up the age-old foundations. You will be called repairer of broken walls, restorer of streets with dwellings. Blessed Redeemer, your wonderful words abound with promises of restoration. You restore our souls. You restore our lives. You restore health. You restore the joy of our salvation. We want our hearts to be totally open to what you have for us, just like that woman did who ran around the gym facing her fears. Lord, bring us into a place of intimacy with you so that when things come up that we need to deal with, we will know you are there, holding our hand and walking us through. Give us the courage to face the things that need healing. We trust you and know you're already at work on our behalf. And thank you for the beautiful gift of intimacy with you, our Creator, God, through whom we live and move. In Jesus' name we pray. Amen. In Him and through faith in Him, we may approach God with freedom and confidence. Ephesians 3, verse 12. Thank you, listeners, for joining us today. To hear more faith stories, please look for my book entitled Because God Was There. You can order it through Amazon or from my webpage, www.celebrationofdance.com. I've loved this time together. It's always a privilege to be with you. I look forward to connecting with you again. Until then, God bless you in everything you do in Him.